then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up? So we gonna try this again. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's Podcast, episode 45 from KMGZ on Twitter. Um, so sorry, y'all. I, like, whatever I did the last time that had the, the, the iPhone for, for the, um, to record with, I, I should have wrote it down, because I, I don't know, I couldn't make it work. I don't know what went on, because now I'm doing exactly what I did, and it's working. So I don't know, maybe... I did update to the newest operating system, so maybe that has something to do with it. But anyway, I recorded the whole episode yesterday, and just because I promised y'all I'm going to re-record it because this shit got lost, so uh, here we go. So first, apologies. I, I realized I, I should have told y'all I was going out of town for Halloween or went out to, for the whole week, so that's why this is late, but um, uh, my bad, but um, here we go. So, um, for, oh, so... I did go out of town. I went to the, uh, I went down to DC, um, Maryland, DC for, um, the Halloween for, for the week. Uh, I went to see my old lady who, t- who says hi, like y'all her friends now. I don't, whatever. But, um, so wh- where I want to start, uh, well, since I told y'all where I was, let's start. So we, I went down there because, um, you know, Halloween comes, I like to do the little amusement park, like Fright Nights. I've done the one at Great Adventure. I've done the one at Universal Studios out in Hollywood, which is like the best one I've done. And so um, they have one at King's Dominion. Now, I, King's Dominion is like near Richmond, which um, uh, is not well. It's about, it was a good nut drive. I want to say maybe uh, 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour it took us to get down there. We went at night, so like, because, you know, the Halloween thing be at night, so it wasn't like we were sitting in a bunch of traffic, and it was Saturday, but it still was a little a little drive. We left from Waldorf, Maryland, Waldorf, Waldorf, whatever, Maryland, to go down there. So, um, so when I was really, really, really young, I want to say, like, I don't know, I, could, I don't think I was more than 12, we went on, like, a little family vacation to, to King's Dominion, right? And, and and that shit is not a, a short drive from Philly. I just remember, I remember anytime you, I don't know what it is, to drive from Philly to D.C. is not that long. But as soon as you're trying to drive to Virginia, I don't give a fuck if it's right across from D.C., that shit turned into like an eight-hour drive some kind of way. I, I don't know how, but it's just Virginia far as fuck from Philly to me. So I remember the drive being far as hell. So we get to Kings of Man, and I just remember thinking this, I, at that time, you know, we had gone to Great Adventure here in, in, in Jersey, we had gone to uh, Six Flags Great Adventure, we had gone to Dorney Park, Hershey Park, Sesame Place, like all the all the little amusement parks in the greater uh, Philadelphia metro area we had have, we have been to. Um, Dorney Park and Six Flags Great Adventure being the best two. Hershey Park is okay. Um... And I remember we got to King's Dominion. We went to King's Dominion. It was a vacation. So I remember we went to King's Dominion and we went to Bush Gardens. I don't remember what Bush Gardens was, but it was, I remember it was not that far from King's Dominion, but like a distance. Um, and I thought both of them parks was terrible. I thought they both sucked. I thought Bush Gardens was um, like... I don't know, like, Bush Gardens to me was more, it was an amusement park, but I guess I, when I was little, I didn't pick up that it was, like, the theme was Bush Gardens, so it was, a, like, a lot of that, it was, like, a lot of shit, it, it was giving Disneyland to me, like, where they have, like, the, the cop people walking around in costumes, I don't know what they was trying to do, but I remember both of them was not great, I was completely unimpressed, so, but, so that was my, um, view of King's Minion, but like I said, I went when I was, like, less than 12 so I'm like it's been decades now I'm sure you know it could be better so we went down there so first let me say the entire King's Dominion is a scam because I went online well ahead of time when we decided we was going um back and forth we're going to do New York we're going to do um Maryland for Halloween decided on Maryland so I went online and I went on the King's Dominion website what what I thought were tickets with the fast pass. Cause when I go to music park, 
I get fast pass. I'm not standing in lines. I, I don't got time for that shit. I'm pay extra, right? And when I most times, if you get the fast pass, anybody knows it's a very good experience. Like I know Universal Cities, they have two different sides. So if you got the fast pass, you go on rides in the fast pass line. It's a whole different side. You go in, the regular people be on the other side. Never the two shall meet. Well, let me just go. It was so much fucked up, but I'm trying to just go in order about the, the, the how whack this shit was. So I go online, I buy my fast pass, right? I go on a, the website is very convoluted, very hard to understand because they have daytime tickets, nighttime tickets, the Halloween's. It's like all these different tickets. And it's like, bro, it should be one admission ticket that you pay the admission price for. And then you click every other ticket I've ever bought. You click the other shit you want. So if you want the fast pass, boom. If you want to add your food onto your ticket, which I never do because you might get there and don't want it, boom. You add everything onto the main ticket. It's very clear. And also, no other amusement, maybe this is a new thing, but no other amusement park I've ever been to have a night or a day. It's like you buy it on that day, they give you the hours, and you get there. So, um, you know, when you get there and you leave, when you leave. So um, I get the fast pass for the day, everything, boom. So we get down there. Well, like I said, it wasn't a long, long drive, but it wasn't short neither. It was a little drive. And we went, you know, at night. So we left around, we got there maybe around six, seven, something like that. And, you know, that's when the bulk of the people were coming. So, and it was for the Halloween joint. So we get there, we got our tickets on my phone. We walk up to the thing. He trying to scan us. He like, oh, this is not a ticket. And I'm like, nah, yes it is. He's like, oh, it's not for the day. I'm like, yes it is. It's right here. Here go to date. They're like, oh, that's the fast pass. That's not the actual ticket. So I'm like, what? They're like, you have to get an actual ticket. I'm like, why would you sell a fast pass without a ticket? What, what's the point? Why would you allow a person to buy a fast pass that doesn't come with a ticket? Why would I buy a fast pass if I don't get a ticket? They were like, no, that's extra. You get the ticket, then you add it on. Okay. So you got to go over there to buy a ticket. So we look at, at the ticket line, and the ticket line is long as fuck. You know why? Because they got everybody with that bullshit. Everybody went online and thought they was buying a ticket for the for the Halloween event, and it wasn't the ticket. It was some other shit. Oh, that's not that's for the daytime or that's for the nighttime. So everybody in line fucking scammed. Like what the fuck? We bought this shit online. Like now we got to stand in line, and so. Everybody was saying the same thing. The people in front of us had to call their parents because they was like, Mom, they say this is not the ticket. The market here, the mom, it is, I bought it. They were like, they say this is for daytime. So everybody in the line, like, just scammed by this fucking st stupid shit, right? So then I'm like, we like, all right, let's see, because when you buy the tickets online, it's cheaper. That's the other thing. That's why I say it's a scam. They're trying to get you to the window because the window, when you buy the tickets at the window, it costs more. So we on the website in the line trying to see if we can buy the ticket. First of all, the website ain't loading. It's slow as a bitch. And then when you load it, again, it's not clear because they got Halloween night, ticket night, day night. Hollow and I'm like, yo. So I was like, yo. But it, I was like, I'm not, I'm not falling for this again. I'm not going to buy this ticket again. Now we done bought two tickets. Get up there. There's still not the ticket. Let's just wait in the line, get to the window. And so we get to the window and the lady is, I'm like, Hey, we need, how much are two tickets? So she tells us two tickets. So I'm like, okay, fine. But I want the fast pass and I already bought the fast pass online for today. So can I use this? And she's like, oh no, you you gotta you gotta use the fast pass. You gotta buy the fast pass same time you buy the ticket. That makes no fucking sense. I bought the fast pass for the day, the same day I'm using the tickets. Why would it have to be bought at the same time? Y'all are fucking scamming people with this bullshit. So she's like, but I I'll, I'll just refund that fast pass, get you a new fast pass, here you go. So I was like, okay, the lady was cool. I don't know if she knew it was a scam or whatever, but when I was like, yo, your website is big, she was like, I know, it's not clear at all. I don't really know what they're doing with that. White lady. So she refunded the, the, the um fast pass, gave us the ticket, got us a new fast pass. We ended up paying, um, it wasn't that which still didn't make no sense. It wasn't that much more than what we paid, but it was like, yo, this how y'all get people. Because I look, I was like, yo. You want to do this? We could go back home. Because, you know, we old as fuck. We always good to go back home and, and get in the fucking, you know, on the couch. But I, but I was like, you know what? We already drove all the way down here. We already planned this for the day. So let's go. And I'm like, that's how they get you. They get you down there. And they figure everybody done drove this way. They're not going to leave. They're going to go over to that window. They're going to play the more expensive tickets. It's a fucking scam from the gate. So we get the ticket. We get the fast. But then, then you get the ticket. 
but they don't even give you the fast pass at the window. Everywhere else you go, they get your ticket. They give you a little wristband on your wrist. If you got a fast pass, it's one color. If you got a regular ticket, it's another color. No, you go in the park with the ticket. Then you got to go stand in this other line to get the, the thing to put around your wrist for the fast pass. It is very inefficient, very stupid. Um, so we go there, but again, it wasn't that many people. So we get the fast pass. So we walking around now because it's the Halloween joint. Some of the rides are closed. Again, every other music park I've been to for the Halloween fright, the rides are still open. They don't close anything. They just have extra, you know, the Halloween scary house that you could go through or whatever, which not for nothing, it was a case here, is a scam because once you go on one, they all the same. You don't need to stay in them long-ass lines to go on the other. It's just some shit you're going to walk through and they're going to jump out at you, which is not very scary to me. My old lady was jumping because she don't, you know, not that she was scared, but you know, some people, some people do get a fright from people. I'm not, I'm not that. As long as I know you can't touch me, it ain't going. I don't care how close up to me you run. I don't care where you fall out from. I know you can't touch me. I know you can't do nothing to me. I'm, so it don't really be scaring me. It's just funny to me, right? Um, so we go through, we walk through, you know, whatever. So I was like, all right. So we see everybody standing all these other long ass lines for these haunted houses. I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. So we go get on like. As whatever little few rides was open, which was not a lie, it was this little go-kart ride, not even go-kart, it was like a um little putt-putt car that goes on the trail through the woods. So we got on it because we thought, oh, we're going to get on the car, drive through the woods, and it's going to be scary shit in the woods. You know, people, because that's, if you ever been a great adventure, there's a ride like that, where you get on the car and you're driving through the track or whatever, but it'd be ghosts and shit running off the woods at you, which is, you know, was kind of funny. No, you just riding on the track through the woods back to the beginning. I was like, okay, that was whack. Then we get on this other little fly around thing. Like you get the little fake airplane and they fly you around. It was okay, but it was really like a little kitty ride. Like, all right, cool, got on that. So then we already like, man, this is some bullshit. So I was like, look, all I really want is a funnel cake. So um, it was another roller coaster that I saw that I was like, okay, it was like a little, you know, those little, um, it's not really a roller coaster, it's a track, but like, it'd be like a little car, it don't go upside down or nothing, it's just like, goes up and down, I forgot what it was called, I was like, alright, let's go get on that, so we go over there, they don't have a fast track lane though, I'm like, oh no, 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 we just paid all this money, I'm not standing in no line, if it ain't got no flat, fast track, I'm not getting the fuck on, I'm not standing in this line, so, but I did see they had one roller coaster running, one, it was wood, now, normally, I don't get on the wood roller coasters, but I was like, I looked at it. I saw, you know, you see, you hear the people going by screaming. Oh, so I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's get on that. So we go over there. I forgot what it was called. Like, um, I forgot. But anyway, it was not too far from the entrance off to the right-hand side. If you, if Kings of Minion happened to be your part. So we go over there. And again, and, and let me just tell you, like, every employee there was slow. I hate when you go to a place, and it's going to be in another topic I'm going to discuss. I hate when you go to a place, and it's like 10 people behind the counter. Only one or two people is doing anything at any one time, and everybody else is standing around, and it's fucking slow. I cannot stand that shit. And that's how it was. Everywhere we went, it'd be like three or four workers standing around, but everything moving slow. They're not giving you no information. You don't know shit. They don't even know, like it's nothing is marked like nothing and if, and they just sitting there they're not telling you nothing like so we go to the um we go to the ride and this girl sitting at the front people all bumping in each other because we don't know which one is the fast track and which one is not so somebody's like so then somebody like showed that oh that's on the other side we're like okay so this is the fast track like sis why don't you tell people which way to go like what are you here for so then she's like, oh, y'all have to put y'all purses and stuff in the lockers because you can't ride them on a the ride. So we like, okay. So we go over to these lockers, pay $2 to put our shit in the locker. Um, and then we go back and we go through. And then when we get through, because we in the fast pass, we get to the end. We see that the ride has lockers for this that were free. So we don't have to go over there. Like you just told us that for nothing. The other thing about this part that was stupid and dumb is they setting people up for fights with the fast pass because, like I said, at every other park I've ever been in, there's a fast pass lane, there's a regular pass lane. If you're in the fast pass lane, they they shoot they shoot you in through your lane, 
and the regular people come in. The way the um, King's Dominion did is the fast lane, lane basically walk through the fast lane to the front of the line and you cutting in front of people in the regular line that been so somebody been there an hour or two and you walk up, you get on the ride before them. And it's no separation. Y'all just in the same line. I'm like, y'all gonna somebody gonna fight about this shit because somebody's gonna be mad they standing here and I just walked up and cut in front of them. You know what I mean? So it should be two different entrances. So, um, and that's what happened on the roller coaster. We all walk up. It was like maybe, I don't know, six, seven of us in the fast track line. So we walk up and of course the people in the other line, they trying to move up and there's two girls there. And again, they not directing anything. They not telling anybody anything so that the people in the regular line don't know what's going on. They just, it looked like we just walking up and getting in. They not they not directing people through like hey you know you go then you go then you go or two nope they just letting everybody crowd in so when the people in the regular line start trying to crowd in they like no they go they fast pass and they like what the fuck exactly that's how it would have been so anyway we go through they don't tell you shit they 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 not telling you where to go they just like pointing so people figure out oh we got to go over there to where the free lockers were and I was like see we could have put our shit in here for free. So we finally go up, we go up to the steps to get on a ride. Again, nobody directing anything. So people are just flowing. Usually every amusement park I've ever been in, when the line comes, when you get up to like when you want to get in, there's a person, a worker standing there filling the lanes in. So one lane don't get too much long. Hey, you two go there, you three don't. You just pick what lane you want to go in. So that's holding the line up because some people like they got they with their friends and they either want to go in the same lane or the opposite lane. So if the lane they want don't open or it's too crowded, they just standing and waiting so people and people behind them don't know to a just squeeze around them because they're not going in a lane, right? So the line is just held up for no reason because nobody is directing anything. And these little kids right here, they not going because they want to all be in the same lane and nobody behind them knows to just go around and go in the other lane so i peep games when we get up there i go around i'm like y'all not going no all right so we go in our little lane and the other people start catching on but you had to be all the way up to the front to really understand what was happening so the line was being held up for no reason it could have been going way faster than it was if somebody would have just been standing there but no um so we get in the ride we get in the ride and, you know, they come, they push, the, they, they tell you, you know, you got to put your hands in the air. They tell you don't touch the bar. They check everything. And they come and push, you know, put the bar down. And then usually before the ride takes off, the worker comes through and checks the bar again. So they did that. When that girl came through, she pushed that bar down, boy, almost into my goddamn intestine. She pushed the fucking bar down so fucking hard. I was like, God damn. So, but I appreciated it because when that ride took off, Man, look, that part of that ride I saw from from the ground, it was some it was some stuff that they had hidden. And they did a good job because I didn't see no upside down parts. I ain't see no loop that that motherfucking roller coaster took us for a fucking ride, Jack. That shit was no game. Oh my god. It was doing like spirals going straight down. It was doing loop de loops upside down which I was not prepared for. I mean, that shit I almost passed out cuz that first upside down and it was dark. Riding a roller coaster when it's light is one thing. Riding a roller coaster when it's dark is another because you can't see the track coming. So in the daytime, you can see, oh, we about to go for a loop-de-loop. So you can brace yourself. When it's dark, you don't see shit. You just hit that loop G-force on a thousand. And your fucking brain is in the back of your fucking skull and shit. That shit was, yo, oh my God. So... That roller coaster, hey, I can't knock it. That was a good ride. We was like, all right, that right there was worth it for what we paid because the rest of this park is some bullshit, but that ride right there was worth it. And it probably would have been, um, it probably would have been, if, if some of the other rides had been open, like if the other roller coaster had been open or if like any of the other rides, like good rides had been open, my review of this park may have been different because that roller coaster was dope. I saw the other roller coaster they had. That one's probably fun too. And it was a lot of lot of rides that I would have wanted to get on that were not open. Mainly they had all these haunted It was like four different haunted houses open. And then we were in the line. We were chatting with the couple next to us. 
Cause um the dude was like it was the dude and his wife and the dude was like man she been trying to get me to come up here forever and so we got to talking about the ticket she was like us too I'm like yeah they get everybody with that he was like no they I really think that's they scam and I was like yo because when they got us it was all these people in line he was like same thing I said why would I buy the fast pass without a ticket we was like right like so um so he was saying that um that um. She had been trying to get him to come up here forever. And like, and, um, you know, we were just both like, this shit is whack. So we, um, we go back down and we walking through and it's really nothing open. It's all these haunted houses. And me, you know, we was like, yo, did you go to such and such haunted house? He was like, we went to this one. I was like, yeah, we went to one and we don't need another. He was like, right. They all the same. Like you just stand in the line and go, you walk through. They're not, you're not in a cart. You know what I mean? It's not an experience. You're just basically walking through and people jumping out like it was a bunch of bullshit. So once if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Because well, I'm just comparing to Universal Studios. We went to Universal Studios. All the rides was open. You had, like, different... Um, uh, char- d- d- different areas of the park had different characters from different movies. So you go in one area, they had like the Saw dude riding around. You know, they had like the, the killer clowns just out. It wasn't like you had to go through no house to see them. They had the scary houses, but the scary houses, like you get into like this little, um, you get into like this little uh, 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 car thing. You got to sign this disclaimer, and like it's really dark, and it's they use a screen. They use a, it was dope. Like they use a screens and shit that make you really feel like you at the haunted house, and it, it ain't just like you walk through and it's just random people jumping out of shit, right? So that's what I was used to. That fucking shit at King's Dominion was some low rent, low budget shit. So um, so we get out and we walking through the I guess the fairway where all the games and shit are. I already knew you don't play them fucking games because they all rigged, and I know. Only one I ever would play anyway is the basketball game where the rim is bent and the shooting game. And I know the shooting game is rigged because I know how to fucking shoot. I shoot through the motherfucking bullseye and it always be a little off to the right. So I'll, I adjust it and still shoot for the bullseye. And then they start getting mad and start wanting you to change rifles and shit. And I'm like, nah, nigga, give me my teddy bear. I, I, I know what you're doing. You got this shit. You got this sights off. So I adjust it. Like, I know how to fucking shoot, bitch. Like, you... Marine Corps, bitch, I know how to fucking shoot. Give me my motherfucking teddy bear. They start getting mad. They want to change the targets. Oh, wait, this this rifle, this, uh, something wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. Give me my fucking teddy bear. So, um, we ain't, we ain't, um, we ain't, we just walked through a little bit, came back, got my funnel cake, and then we dipped. And it was like, no, yo, that was fun for us. Like, but now we know we need to go back there. So I was like, nah, next time we go to Great Adventure. Um, so, that was, that was my, um, that was my Kings of Minion. Do not recommend. I'm giving it to Keith Lee, uh, three out of 10. Um, but since we're talking about, uh, Keith Lee, let, let's go there. Um, so in the ongoing Keith Lee saga, he, he has made it to the mainstream news and has set Atlanta on fire. And, and it's like, I, I just don't understand why it's so controversial for, for, um, somebody to say, Hey, you know, in a, I'm, I'm reviewing your restaurant and, and restaurant being a service industry and your service is bad. And, you know, I, I, it wasn't a shock to me because like, I, you know, if y'all listen to this before, I told you I grew up in a restaurant and, and that's my pet peeve and will always be when I go to a place and I see bad service. Oh, it's just, it's a pet peeve to me because it's like, yo, mm. This is the restaurant industry. The whole point is service, okay? And you you expect you expect different le- levels of service with di- like what I expect at a takeout is is one thing, but a sit down dining experience is something different. You are paying for the experience, not just the people like are oh, you paying for the food? No, you're not. You can go to takeout for food, or I can cook. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people that can fry some chicken and, and sell chicken plates out their house and think that they run a restaurant. It's a lot of people that get a little bit of money and because they don't know anything, they want to open a restaurant because that's, you know, a, a, a business that a lot of drug dealers and shit use to, you know, launder money and clubs and shit like that. And they want to turn everything into a lounge hookah clubs. Like, 
slash thing. And I hate that. Like I tell you, even in New York, I can't stand this trap brunch, none of that shit. I don't want to go nowhere. I want to sit with the person, people I came with and, and talk and have a meal and not have to scream over some loud ass music. I'm so sick of every fucking place being a goddamn lounge with a fucking loud ass DJ. Can we sit with some nice linens and some nice silverware and a little nice ambiance, maybe a little, you know, elevated music playing in the back. I don't know, but I don't want to be hollering over. Don't stop. Get it, get it. Trying to eat my fucking food I can't stand it so um he you know he was just reviewing places and he didn't drag every place if the place was nice he said it but he went to a lot of these new grass wall places and said well we all know the service is terrible the rules are ridiculous and so when he you know he he's on tiktok and so other people were commenting like this one Gricardi did a um did a thing, she was like, yeah, like, I don't know who Keith Lee is, she was like, but like, he's not lying, like, the the restaurants down here, she was like, it's like, they don't want to make money, they don't want people to come back, they're closed on random ass days, you can't call an edge, you can't, they got all these ridiculous rules in place for no fucking reason, and it's like, um, this one girl was saying how she went to the restaurant, and it was like, well, we can't seat you until your other, your other guest is here, and she was like, the restaurant was completely empty, She's like, well, why not? Well, we just can't seat you to... It's a, you do that when a restaurant is crowded and you have a lot of reservations and you have a lot of people waiting. You don't want to hold up a table for somebody that's not there yet if you have people waiting for a table. So, like, they, these people have been waiting. So, man, when your party gets here, then we'll seat you. But we're not going to hold a table when we can, you know, when people here are here already, they can be seated. That's what that's for. If it's not crowded, that's not necessary. She said that they was like, oh, well, we're going to have to count you down. You can't be at the table for longer than such and such. And she's like, but there's nobody here. Well, when we have to count you down for when it's like they don't, they just have these stupid rules for no reason. Again, you do a countdown because your place is crowded. You want to get as many people in and out as you can so you can make as much money as you can. So you don't want to let two people take up a table for two, three hours when you can have people constantly rolling in and out. But so that's the point of that. If your restaurant is empty. Duh, you might want to have them two people in there because you want somebody else to walk by, see them two people, and they'd be like, oh, let's go see what that is. People don't tend to come in restaurants that are empty because they figure, oh, it must be trash, nobody in there. But what do I know? So people were, um, I mean, he just set Atlanta on fire. People say he tearing down black businesses. I cannot stand that shit. I have told people, number one, I don't really... My daddy was a black business, okay? But I have always found that that these places that lead with, oh, we're a black business are usually trash, and they're telling you that because they want you to excuse all the piss-poor service and don't have this and don't have that and don't know how to serve customers and real nasty, rude attitudes. And I've never been for that because it's like, yo, if you want to run a business, you have to run a business properly. And if you don't know how to do it, you need to go get it figured out or go get a job like everybody else. Hire a consultant. Do what the consultant says. And if you don't want to do that, go because I'm not. I don't give a fuck about that black business shit. I'm not gonna come in here and you're gonna be acting like you. That's what Cardi was saying on her thing. She was like, they act like they doing you a favor. Like they literally act like they are doing you a favor. I'm not gonna come in and and get bad service and 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 give you my money. Like I don't give a fuck about that black business shit. I do not. Black business is something you're supposed to find out by surprise. You're supposed to go in and have a nice experience and everything is nice and be like, oh, this is oh, this is black owned, great. And then you tell people, hey, go to such and such. The food is great, the service is great, and they black owned. That you know, but look, that Atlanta shit, look, I'm not trying to drag I know a lot of people from Atlanta. I'm not trying to drag Atlanta. My uncle live in Atlanta. God bless y'all if y'all love it down there. But I, I can never I, I when the first time I visited, I was like, oh, this is a place that I could tell I could never live. I was like, I would get tired. This Atlanta is a is a town, is a is a medium-sized town masquerading as a big city. The first thing you notice when you get to Atlanta is Atlanta is very small. And a lot of these people claiming they're from Atlanta are not from Atlanta and don't live in Atlanta. They live in Georgia. That's why when that girl did that song, that's not Atlanta. I was I ain't I only know who she was, but I, I felt it because I'm like, yes, you people be from Gwinnett. And I don't know, all these far out, 45 hour outside of Atlanta telling you they live in Atlanta. And you get down there, you be like, yo, I thought you lived in Atlanta. Oh, it's only 20 minutes. Nigga, it ain't, we've been in the car for 45 minutes already. Where is you taking this? We going to Alabama? Where the fuck do you live at? So, um, mm, mm. Atlanta's not for me. Atlanta's not for me. 
Um, I like black people, but it's it's I I um I'm from the Northeast. I'm I'm a I'm a East Coaster. I'm a Yankee. Like I'm used to you know. I, I like I I'm we got feel like we got black neighborhoods and all of that, but it's a very much a mix. It's, it's a black city, but at work and stuff, you still. I just need a mix. You know, I, I like diversity. I don't want chicken and waffles every place I go. I'm sorry. I, I know this sounds terrible, but like, it's just a little bit too many black people for me. I don't mind black people, but I, I don't want it all black all the time. BT plus. No, thank you. So I was not surprised. Cause I noticed that when I went down there too, I was like, look, Atlanta, a lot of hype. I, I'm, I'm sorry. All this, all the black mecca and all that. I, I don't, I don't God bless y'all. But to me, and again, I don't mean no offense. I know it's a lot of professional people down there. I understand that. But to me, Atlanta is where people who are broke and don't have a lot of money move to to stretch it. But um, it's not no real money down there to me outside like the, the uh, celebrities that usually move there from other places and like the, you know, the athletes and shit like that, but you ain't really got to have, you can live well in Atlanta and not really have no money as opposed to the DMV. That's where the real money is. Black people up there, they got them houses out in Montgomery County. They, that's money. They, you can't, you can't fake it. You can't fake uh, rich in DC. So to me, this puts when they be talking about the the um thriving up and coming black area. It is not Atlanta to me. I'm so sorry. It's a lot of fraud down there. It's a lot of scammers down there. It's a lot of faking like they got money down there, but really don't. Again, live way out in the country where they rent only eight hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like acting like they balling and shit. Like nah. You, so I was not surprised by nothing he said, but um. You know, Atlanta, they get real defensive on their little city. They swear everybody hating on them. It's like, we not hating on y'all, bro, but it's just like, we glad y'all like it down there, but it don't be given what y'all be swearing to do a lot of the times. No disrespect. I think a lot of people down, and I'm sure somebody said this, and I believe it because Philly and New York is like this too. They like, look, them people be going to the gentrification spots. They be going to the hot spots. They be, they not, it's plenty of places down there that are good that you're going to get service that people don't know about. You got to look at the, um, that AG. And I believe y'all. I was like, I believe y'all 100%. I do. But, um, that's part of the problem. Like, that part of Atlanta, and I mean, I guess y'all want it like that. I don't blame y'all because y'all want motherfuckers in born in that shit. That's how I feel about New York. I, I don't like all these new gentrification spots or all these fucking uh, transplants and tourists be at. I, I mean, that's that's you can tell who's who's been in who's either from New York or lived here a while because the last place we want to be is where y'all are. <laughs> I mean, there are certain parts of the city that only native New Yorkers be in. Then you got the touristy part. New Yorkers, we stay out of Midtown, we stay out of Times Square, all that old Mickey Mouse ass shit. You know, I, it's a lot of places in Harlem. I, I I tell people all the time, a lot of these old super swaggy places that y'all hear about in Harlem, that y'all see on the TV shows, be trash. All the tables crooked, same thing. Service terrible. Every Everybody's serving chicken and waffles. How many places do we need fucking chicken and waffles? It's a lot of restaurants up here. It's not a lot of food variety. We don't have no chop. We don't have no salad places. Everybody's up here making fried chicken and the same bullshit. Coconut shrimp and the same bullshit. And I'm tired of it. And it's all got to be, you know, they got all these sweet-ass drinks and mixing drinks with uh, uh, um Ocean Spade Cran Apple. Don't nobody want to you sweet that is. Don't nobody want no um cranberry and vodka with no ocean spray cranberry. Ugh. So I I listen, it's not just Atlanta. I, I just wanted to stress that. The love y'all, y'all Atlanta people be ready to fight. Swear we picking on y'all city and we so jealous. It's not that. It's just that um I could just tell it won't it won't gonna be the city. I, I it's not it's not for me. Um, no thank you. But um I just I just think it's crazy how controversial a lot of people try to make hey um uh food is a service industry and and you should have proper service you should have decent service we're not even asking for excellent service at this point we just asking for you to be open on the day that you're open we're asking you to not be out of your main dish that everybody come here for at 12 p.m you open at 10 at 12 p.m you out of chicken it's called the chicken shack but you out of chicken at 12 p.m you open at 10 two hours you only had two hours worth of chicken you out of chicken I don't, I don't, who, who's managing this place? Like, that's all we're asking for. Why, why is there all these dumbass rules? And, and the thing that Keith was saying is that, you know, I guess people kind of know who he is now. And he's kind of like a, um, 
I don't know the term, but this is not a new thing. It's like basically you know how they had a secret shopper. They have the secret uh, eater. I don't know what you call it. But um, it's basically a person that goes into a restaurant. You're not supposed to know they're a critic. You're not supposed to know they're re- reviewing them because they don't want the celebrity treatment. They want you to treat them how they would treat a regular customer. And then they review your restaurant. Well, the problem with Keith is because he's on TikTok and he's so known now, people know him and they're going to give him the celebrity serve. That's another thing he was saying, how, you know, if you're a celebrity, like he went in, his family went in and they told him, oh, it's going to be an hour and a half wait. What kind of place has an hour and a half wait? That's the, that's And they don't take reservations. So that's just inefficient. Because the whole point of a reservation is so you don't have to wait. If, if I'm going into your place on a random Wednesday and it's an hour and a half wait, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's that's point blank period because that doesn't make any sense. He said, but then when he walks in and asks how long to wait, all of a sudden it's five minutes. So that means you could have had everybody seated. You know what I mean? And it's like that's dumb to me because they a lot of people complaining about that. Like, oh, they give the celebrity treatment, but celebrities is not who's keeping you in business. It's the everyday people that's coming. So you making the everyday people that's gonna come day after day wait for this one celebrity and for what? So. You know, look, I, 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 I tell you, I, I can tell you everything you need to know about a restaurant. I know ba- bad service irks the fuck out of me because that's very easy to fix. If you got bad food, bad cook, bad chef, that's a little bit more um, involved to fix. I mean, it's not really, you just got to get a better, uh, some, you know, a better cook. But I'm just saying that's a more substantive issue than service. Service is really easy. It's really easy. But again, you got these people that just want to think because they can sell some chicken plates out their house or because they make good mac and cheese that they can open a sit-down restaurant. No, I might get a food truck. Don't nobody expect super, you know, we don't expect the super service at a food truck. All we going, we going to order, we going to pay, take our food, say thank you, be on our way. Take out the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? A restaurant is different. I've been in restaurants where you sit in there for 20, 30 minutes before they even come over and ask what you want. Um... All the plates are still on your table because they don't come. Because now, you know, which brings me to my other uh, pet peeve is tipping. I'm tired of this fucking tipping. I'm tired of this mandatory. Everywhere you fucking go, it's a tip cup. Every fucking where. Listen, I understand that you're being underpaid, but that's not my motherfucking problem. Y'all need to fucking uh, look to your employers because shit is high as fuck. And I came in here to take a a to-go order. I'm not giving you a tip for putting my shit in the bag and hand it to me. I'm so sorry. The whole point of my takeout is I didn't want to sit down. I paid for the food. I paid for the tax on these these delivery apps. You got the service fee. You got the delivery fee. And you still want a tip. What is the delivery fee for? You say the service fee is for the apps and that they charge you. Okay. So a lot of stores come off the apps for that because they like, fuck it, we can have our own website because listen, I'm tired of everybody acting like the apps have been a delivery. Delivery been a service going back forever. You call the restaurant you, and, and they say, okay, we're, as long as you're in their delivery radius, they'll bring it to you. So stop acting like this is some new thing. Some chick on TL talk about, oh, delivery is a luxury. No, it's fucking not. It's I'm ordering the food and I'm paying you deliver to deliver it to me, period. These apps with all these extra fees, look, I refuse. I'll be down at work downtown and I'll be like, yo, all I want is like a fucking a sandwich or like, you know, sometimes even just like a smoothie or whatever I'm going to get. And the actual food I pay for be like $10, $12. By the time I try to get it delivered, it's like damn near $25. I'm not doing that because you added this fee and that fee and the service fee. And I got to give a tip and you don't set that tip sneaky, sneaky. I catch it every time. Now they trying to set the tip automatic 25%. No, you know, no, no, no. I didn't fuck what y'all say. Tip is not mandatory. It is still a courtesy and it's still based on service. Okay. And a lot of these restaurants, they put their automatic tip in and you got to chase your fucking uh, waitress down to get anything. Like one time I said, I literally got up myself cause I was tired of waiting. I went over to the soda machine behind the counter and, and fulfilled my own fucking uh, drink. Oh, what's the matter? I said, um, I'm, I'm out of water and I've been, we've been waiting for 45 minutes. The waitress has not come by one time. I, I'm thirsty. I'm about to die thirst here. Uh oh, uh, uh, we'll send her over. No, sorry, I got it now. I got it. Like, you're going to send her over now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, he's not wrong. And, and, and I hope that, you know, these restaurants look at themselves. And, and look, a lot of y'all need to go get a job. You don't, have to, you don't have the training 
the knowledge or anything to do what you're trying to do. Everybody just want to be a boss. Everybody just want to say they don't work for somebody. But you know what? A lot of y'all need to work for people because entrepreneurship is a lot of work. Being a business owner is a lot of work. There are certain industries that are a lot of work. And the restaurant business is one of them. Even when they run very efficient, that's why restaurants close so often because it's hard to make a profit because the margins are so thin. You know, y'all need to take y'all money and invest it in your 401k and, and, and let that shit sit and grow, bro. Like, like everybody, y'all just trying to do too much. Y'all niggas need to go down to the Ford factory and get a job. You're not, you're not, not built for it. It's very hard to, um, it's very hard to, to build a life as an entrepreneur and all of that, sell it out the mud shit. That shit worked in the eighties and nineties. It's a new world. It's a new economy now. You can't do that shit so much no more. You got to have backing. Okay? So, shout out to Keith Lee. Um, where else I want to go from now? Um, let me see. I don't want to talk about this. I don't. I was going to comment on that Rich and Adele clip, but all I'm going to say is, People need to mind their business. I don't think that man was uh, uh, trying to downplay Adele at all. I think he came in and talked about his book, which really has nothing to do with her. And they was asking him about gossip, and he was trying to gracefully move them off of that so he could get like, yo, we're fine. My relationship is fine. I'm not responding to these questions that you're trying to turn this into like, you know, I don't know, the the, the shade room or teapot. I don't know what you're trying to do, but that's not what I'm here for. So we just want, can we just please move on from that? And they just wasn't getting a hint. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, Y'all need to just worry about your own relationships. Y'all project a lot once these little celebrity relationships. Y'all don't know these people. I don't think he was trying to curve that at all. I think he was trying to curve them. Like, yo, y'all, stop asking me this shit. I'm here to talk about my book. You asked me about some shit she said. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't I didn't take that the way y'all took it at all. And I just think it's funny when J&B did it, it was fine. But now when people want to keep they, you know, like, look, I'm sure if they were married, if they want to let us know, they're going to let us know when they want to let us know or not. You know what I mean? That's up to them. Like you trying to force this man to say he's married. He clearly doesn't want to, for whatever reason, let it go. And I don't even think Adele saying that's her husband necessarily means they're married. People say that. Like if you engage, yeah, that's my husband or yeah, like, like it, it, I don't when people say that unless, and, and depending on the context, I don't, if, and, if, and there's no announcement I don't necessarily take that to mean they're married. People say that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's my husband. Oh, I'm good. That's my husband. Like, they're not officially married, but she just saying, yeah, that's my man. You know what I mean? Like, so I didn't take what she said no particular way. Again, I'm assuming if they want, if they are married and they want to let us know, they will at whatever time that is. And that's fine with me. People get, people are entitled. This is what, this is a difference between privacy and sneaky. People are entitled to be married and not want to announce it yet. Maybe she has a reason. I don't know. Maybe they got them alimony. She got to pay that shit. That nigga will go up. If she happy, I don't know. So, so, um, you know, I don't, shit like that don't really bother me. Um, oh, don't want to talk about this because it'll really get me to going. Um, Maybe let me save it for last. So the last thing I want to complain about, Halloween is over now, and I just want to know, where are the scary movies? Me and my old lady was trying to find scary, because she don't like to watch scary movies. She'll only watch it with me. And so um, I was like, all right, cool. We gonna, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm the scary movie guru, so I was like, are we going to watch this, this, and that? But some of the stuff, like... Um, we couldn't find, and it's just like, and then like, where are the original, look, I know y'all got kids, and I know a lot of y'all scary, but I don't want to see the goosebumps, I don't want to see the the cartoons, I don't want to see little kid, not really scary, scary, stupid shit, it's Halloween, I want to see horror, I went to see The Exorcist 2 in the theater, I, I thought it was good, The Exorcist, I had to search for that, the nun, I had to search for that, and then I had to, um, they was trying to make us pay for her, but we ain't pay for her, because she got this other, um, you know, little, little, little app that you get stuff you ain't got to pay for. So, um, but, like, yo, I, it's, see, when I was little, I remember, like, Halloween would be on, Friday 13th would be on, Exorcist would be on, Amityville Horror would be on, Poltergeist would be on, it'd be like, it'd be like wild, scary movies on, and now we got all these streamers and all these apps, and I really had to, like, search for shit, so, I found, like I said, I found The Nun 2, which is alright, we watched The Conjuring again, because she had never seen that, and I was like, I was like, yo, the the thing about The Nun, and and Annabelle, it's like, it's a lot of stuff 
that they reference that unless you've seen the whole um the whole um universe, the whole conjuring universe, you're not gonna get because there's things in the conjuring that there's things that in the nun that were referenced in the conjuring, and there's things that Annabelle is referenced in the nun. It's like different things. So I was like, we watched all of them because I was like, you gotta watch all of them to see how really dope this universe is. Because a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that Annabelle and the nun are all spin-offs from the original The Conjuring right and it's different parts like the nun was first introduced in the conjuring and um the the plot of the first nun was already laid out in the conjuring but you won't know that unless you saw the not the conjuring so um i was showing her that and um and then uh we uh what else we didn't see we didn't see the exorcist then we watched um the last voyage to demeter which was i um then we watched what was the other one? It was, the point is, it was hard to find scary movies. They were not readily available. Oh, we watched It Follows. They were not ready readily available. And the ones that were the ones that were being pushed to me are not scary movies. Like Goosebumps is not a scary movie to me. That's some old kitty shit. Um, Haunted Mansion kitty shit. Um, you know Netflix had a bunch of uh true crime joints that I guess is supposed to be scary. Thinking that I watched that shit on a random Tuesday. That ain't for no fucking Halloween. Anyway, Hulu didn't have no... It was just like, what the fuck? What happened to the Halloween movies, bro? I want to see some scary shit. All of October supposed to be scary movies, and I barely saw anything. Barely. Wasn't nothing on Prime. Like, I, I found the... um, And if it was on Prime, it was behind the paywall. And I'm not finna pay you for a streaming app and pay you for movies too, bro. I'm not doing it. Um, one nothing on Apple. People were shouting out that the changeling that shit was boring as fuck to me. I I'm sorry, I I can't get. I've been trying to get past episode three forever. I know the original story of it, and that that series is not. It's it's doing too much to me. Um. So yeah, like I don't know. Halloween is like I didn't dress up. Young um, young uh, tattoo face is out on tour. He on a world tour, so he wasn't able to make it this this year. Um, maybe next year. All right, so let me move on to this last. I'm, oh, this is gonna stretch me. I'm trying to talk about it too much, so I'm kind of jumping on what I what I uh, was talking about last week. How I'm so tired of people with these war takes to show. Look, the Middle East, Middle East has been fighting since the Bible days, like I said last week, and I'm really, I'm just really so annoyed. The U.S. has been mired in Middle Eastern conflict since. 9-11, when they came and attacked us, right? And a lot of you are really playing yourselves and you're really going out sad and you're really showing your ignorance because I understand that people are upset about the situation and I understand that civilian lives are being lost and people feel for this side or that side. I understand that. But what what is irritating to me is that y'all act like this is the first war that has ever been in the Middle East. We've been at war in the Middle East since 9-11 and nobody gave a damn Nobody could be bothered to find out the difference between the Taliban and Al-Qaeda and Algeria and all this shit. And nobody paid attention to that war, which has been going on forever, which civilians were slaughtered en masse. But now, all of a sudden, everybody knows the blow-by-blow and knows who's right, knows who's wrong. And I wish I would just shut the fuck up and just pray for peace. Because you, as much as you think you know what's going on, you don't. And and again, the Israeli government is different than the Israeli people. And all I'm going to tell you is this. I'm not going to comment on nothing that's going on over there. Because like I said, I know that's a shit fucking show. And as much as you think you know who's bad and who's good and who's right and who's wrong, you fucking don't. Okay? But all I'm going to tell you is when Al-Qaeda came to the United States and attacked us un um, uninitiated and knocked down our towers and flew them planes into the Pentagon. The United States, and this is the one time I swear to God that I actually thought George Bush did the damn thing when he came on that TV and said, I guarantee you, whoever did this, we will find you wherever you are. The United States is coming for you. I was like, bitch, let's go. Okay. And when we, and when, and we did. We went out over the world and we knocked shit over. We bust shit up. We just, we, we, we went off. Okay. And it was a lot of nations that said we were doing too much. And it was a lot of people. Oh my God, you're killing the civilians and the Arabs and the Arabs. We were like, yeah, we know. We know that. But guess what? They shouldn't have fucked with us. We was over here minding our goddamn business and we sorry about it. But, um, 
Y'all not finna knock our shit down and, and come blow our shit up and think that you're not gonna get the full board of U.S. Army and, that's, and the United States military, and that's what we did. And we went over there, and we've been bomb, dropping bombs on them people and fighting them people and ran, you know, and, and the Taliban ran us out of Afghanistan because... We didn't, you know, we made the same mistakes we did in Vietnam. You know, we we just, we, we didn't have no direction. We didn't have no goals and, and, and all of that shit. But that's all they could do. They could just make us leave. I mean, they can't beat us. They can't get over here and beat us. They can't, you know what I mean? They could just make us be like, you know what? Fuck this. This ain't our country anyway. If that's what y'all want to do, go ahead. Okay, that's the best you could do with us. So I said all that to say... People are looking at Israel and making all these statements, and I'm not saying you're right or wrong, but what I'm saying is them people was over there minding their business for all intents and purposes, and Hamas, who probably got the information that they got from our goofy-ass president that y'all same people that's complaining about this fucking war now couldn't be bothered to do the right thing when Hillary Clinton was telling y'all why this man was running and who was behind this man and what the purpose of them supporting this man was so that he could do exactly what has been done, which is... uh allied with Russia, whose whole goal is to destabilize a peaceful world and destabilize the Middle East, exactly what has been done, y'all the same motherfuckers that couldn't be bothered and knew every fucking thing, and they all the same and it don't matter, and I'm not gonna vote and it being y'all same motherfuckers now with all this shit to say about what's going on is very irritating to me and to a lot of people shut the fuck up Okay, because when it was time to do what you should have done to uh, have things be the way they could have been, you didn't want to do it. And so now, so shut the fuck up. Nobody want to hear from y'all. And all I'm saying is, we, yes, the Palestinians are done very bad. We know that. But the Palestinians is not Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization. And a lot of y'all sound like, again, if somebody from overseas would be, I mean, for instance, when we did what we did, I'm sure there were there were people in the Arab world saying, oh, Al-Qaeda is a freedom, is a freedom fighter and they stand with the Arab people. You could say that. You'd sound like a fucking wacko and you'd sound stupid because Al-Qaeda is a terrorist organization that has nothing to do with the average Arab person, okay, all I'm saying is, when the United States was attacked, uh, um, unilaterally attacked, we went out and did what we had to do to protect our interests, and we didn't give a fuck about what nobody said about it, or thought about it, or thought how terrible it was, not even our own fucking people, look, y'all can say what the fuck y'all want to say, these motherfuckers came over and knocked our motherfucking ter- uh, towers down, and we not stopping until we, till we lay all that shit flat, okay, that's what we did, so, people looking at Israel now as if they wrong and whatever, and I'm not saying whether they right or wrong, what I'm saying is the parallel is the same. So a lot of y'all sound really crazy with these opinions y'all have when really what happened to them is not much different than what happened to us, and they're reacting in a way that is not much different, and you don't have to agree with it, you can think they're wrong. Again, I'm not saying they're wrong or right, but I'm saying that all of this talk about like I mean, I just I hate the way everybody's just a war expert now. Oh, that's a war crime. What the fuck do you know about it? Well, please read me the war crime act. You don't even fucking know. Shut up. Y'all killing me. Shut the fuck up. Everybody just a war expert now. Everybody's so worried about civilians. Now, civilians been dying over there. Been, been dying. And I'm not saying it like it don't mean nothing, but it's a part of war. And ain't nobody gonna stop doing what they doing because civilians die. They just not. That's what makes terror so terrible. The whole point of terrorism is to terrorize people. It's to make people afraid that civilians are going to die. That's the whole point. When these terrorist organizations attack countries, they know what's going to happen. That's what they want to happen. They want to, for other countries to attack and for innocent people to die. So we be like, oh, look at the United States killing innocent people. It's like, yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you, boss. I don't know what to tell you. Y'all better work on them people on yourselves over there because y'all not going to just keep coming at us and we're not going to do nothing about it. That's all I'm saying. Most people would like for them to have a ceasefire and and figure something out, of course. But like all this other shit, I need y'all to cool it. It's very irritating because you don't know what you're talking about. I guarantee you a little 20 minutes of Google on your little night, what you think you know, you don't know. And I love that Obama clip because Obama was like, look, 
We cannot discuss this issue if we're not going to admit that it's complicated and there are many levels to it. And it's not just this right and this wrong. That's not getting us anywhere. And a lot of people are jumping into this discussion and they don't have the range and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they just want to be this side is right and that side is wrong. And that's the problem. And that's what I'm tired of. I want people to shut the fuck up. Or since you know, got your little degree and you know so much. Hey, listen, the Army, Marine Corps, Navy, uh, Air Force, they always recruiting. They always want people. You you want to know so bad. You know so much. You got the solution. You want to go over there and tell them everything. Hey, go join them and go over there and go tell them and go find out for yourself. Because like I keep telling y'all, Americans are very spoiled. As much as shit is fucked up over here, we have it very easy. And them people over there are not built like we are. They are built for war. They see more death and destruction on a random Tuesday than you will see in your entire life. And they do not need you to speak for them. They do not need you to feel sorry for them. They know what they are dealing with over there and they can figure it out or not. There is nothing that we can do because we don't it's not our country. It's not our battle. Again, it would be like somebody from another country coming up here and trying to solve our quote fingers Negro problem. Oh, we know how to solve the race problem in the United States. Oh, all we have to do is uh get the black people. It's it's the same shit. You don't know the history. You don't know that you know the whitewashed version that you are taught wherever the fuck you are from. You don't know the real story. You don't know the shit about slavery. You don't know about being a slave. You don't know about segregation. You, Mr. White Man, don't can't tell me shit about segregation because my grandmother went to a one-room segregated schoolhouse. I'm going to listen to her before I listen to you because you don't know what you're talking about. You read some shit in a book. That's great. We have people alive now that went to that went to school before Brown first bought an education. So it's the same type of shit. You don't know what you're talking about. Just let it be. This you don't, I promise you, you don't know what you don't have the answer. You don't have the solution, Sway. You don't have the answer, Sway. I promise you. Just pray that this shit calms down and it doesn't get worse than it is because it could get a lot worse we all know that Iran and Russia is behind this or you should know because we had a president that had been caught giving shit to the Chinese, the Russians and 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 um who knows else, that's who we know we gave them to okay, and I just don't think I, I hope you don't know it's a coincidence that all of a sudden all these, all these countries are feeling so bold, so now you know, Russia been getting his ass kicked in Ukraine so they're trying to start some new shit who knows what they gave the Hamas? They just wanted to cause chaos and confusion so that they can feel powerful. And I just, I, I just, I'm so tired of seeing the takes. I'm tired of y'all talking about the, the uh, Biden administration messing up. Shut up. Shut up. The Biden administration knows what it is doing. I promise you. They have more, uh, Joe Biden has more experience and 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 things with, with what's going on in the Middle East than not. And and he knows enough. The thing about the US is we protect our interests. That is correct. We do not protect the interests of anybody else because that's all you can do. In a situation like that, that's all you can do. Look. How do we protect our interests? Because at the end of the day, these motherfuckers are coming for us and we're not trying to have no war on our on our shores. So how do we do it? And who do we side with? And who do we not side with? And it, and it might not be the right side, but it got to be the side that's going to be best for us. Because we got a whole lot of shit going on right now. We just left out Afghanistan. We ain't got it for another war. And these motherfucking raggedy ass people we got in the U.S. now, I don't know if they can win another war. So we got our own problems. So just be quiet. I said, man, I get so tired. Like y'all have no, the average American don't give a shit. The average American like, oh, they fighting again. Well, I hope it be all right. Ain't nobody keeping up with that shit. They worried about their fucking jobs and how high this shit is and went and, and student loans. Which is another thing. Like, listen, y'all not getting this money. Y'all don't give a fuck. They keep sending me these emails about this and about that. Nigga, look. Tell me the lowest I can pay, and that's what I'm going to pay. I don't give a fuck about no interest or none of that shit, because you ain't getting it. All right. Related to the next, the, the last issue I just discussed, I said I wasn't going to say nothing, but, like, I have noticed an uptick, and it's always black women getting fired 
from these nice corporate cushy jobs. The uh, editor, the New York Times, this other big law uh, associate that was earning three hundred grand a year, getting fired because y'all always the one to stand up and run through the cannon for other people's causes. Listen, I don't know when the lessons stop being taught at home, but like you, you know, y'all. It's, it's always black women and I have a, a theory on why it is but I'm not going to say it here but it's like I will say it a little bit it's like main character syndrome y'all y'all get around y'all little white friends and y'all love being oh listen to black women trust black women black women are going to save us and y'all love that shit that shit stroke y'all look lame ass egos and the next thing you know you, you, listen the ugly ducklings the nerdy girls that didn't get attention when they were younger girls now they got their little dream jobs and they want to be important and want to be somebody these be the ones that go out like suckers like this because listen you have to understand how corporate america works how a job works but you don't put your job on the line for no cause that number one ain't gonna support you or your people look you can sympathize empathize as much as you want but this shit ain't got nothing to do with us Black people got their own motherfucking problems. Y'all out here sign, doing all this performative bullshit at these jobs. These jobs will fire you. Because like I said, you don't have enough knowledge of what is going on. And you're signing shit thinking that you're being, you know, uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, freedom fighter. And, and you're signing on shit that's being circulated by anti-Semitic groups and right-wing religious groups and groups that have ulterior motives. And your dumb ass is up signing these things. And you get getting fired and you get kicked out of school as you should be because number one you shouldn't be no doing that shit first of all number two you're going against your corporate your, your company policies yes it is a free country and you're allowed to like have what opinions you want but not at work and I don't know why y'all don't understand that I don't understand why you think that you can sign on to letters that you know are against your company like these law firms are not gonna girl you signing a letter like an anti-Israel letter regardless of how you feel about the situation whether it's fair or not like the, the way this shit is broken down is not how you think okay and that's not looking how you looking I'm sure if you had if there was some statement that says, you know, that the, the situation going on in Israel and Gaza is terrible and we just pray for peace, we pray for the, um, you know, we pray for the innocent civilians and we denounce terrorism and we just, you know, we don't, we don't agree with these terrorist acts, et cetera, et cetera, but we are praying for the people of Gaza and the people. I've seen so many statements like that of people and they have no problem because that's the proper thing to say. That's what you do. But y'all motherfuckers want to sign the shit with a Hamas statement. Hamas is a terrorist organization, you dummy. Stupid. You don't sign that. And it's always y'all. It's always y'all. Now your family, you can't pay your bill. And if you think you're going to just roll into another job, you're sadly mistaken because they're going to be like, oh, no, we don't want that over here either, sis. So now you can't pay your rent. You're, for what? That's performative bullshit. Like, if y'all really, none of y'all are involved in anything that's really gonna make a difference. Like, if you really care, look, nigga, y'all motherfuckers kill me. Like, because it's the State Department's hiring all the time. It's all these government jobs that deal exactly in that shit that y'all claim to be so concerned about. Y'all can go get them jobs and work on a solution for real. But that takes learning some shit and understanding some shit and realizing shit maybe ain't as simple as you think it is. And, oh, shit, this is some real shit. Y'all just want attention. Y'all just want to look like y'all doing something that ain't doing fucking thing. Reaching out far and ain't touching on nothing and it's dumb to me. I'm not going to lose my job over some over some war fought in a whole nother country. For what? You at work. You can't do that type of shit. You can feel however you want to feel. You can, you know, go down to church, pray whoever you want to pray for, but y'all be doing stupid shit. And y'all be letting these white liberals who ain't got shit to lose and who know better than to do it themselves put batteries in y'all back and have y'all out here being the face of some shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. And when it's a black organization, where they at? You don't never see them. No, I don't, I don't never see no white men, white women losing their jobs, signing up for no Black Lives Matter list, not, not that you would have necessarily lost your job for that, but I'm just saying, I've never seen it. It's always these knucklehead black women trying to be, you know, I don't know, sister soldier, whoever the fuck they think they are, getting fired for this shit and then want to play the victim. You can't do that shit at work. 
You can't have whatever opinion. When you're at work, you represent your company. When you work, when you sign on to a job, you agree to their corporate policies. And if that, like when I was in the military, you couldn't be at like political rallies or any of that shit in uniform. Not that you couldn't attend a political rally, not that you couldn't campaign for somebody, but you can't do it in a uniform because you can't be out saying vote for George Bush in the Marine Corps uniform because that implies that the Marine Corps is supporting a candidate. No. You can have your regular clothes on, sure. But even that, if you ever signed a, a list that said, you know, we stand with uh, 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 Al-Qaeda and the people of, of, I don't know, the Taliban, guess what's going to happen to you? And it's always black women. And it's like, yo, where are these lessons being taught? Like, yo, your family not, you can't move like that. And I, and I find that in the, in, in the workplace, a lot of these younger people coming in, like y'all have not been taught the lessons. Like y'all don't know how to, thrive, survive, or move in a corporate environment at all. It's not high school, yo. Them little, these little um, games y'all playing and these little, you know, stances y'all want to take, they don't have no no place in the work. Do your job, go home. And I really think that it's, it's, it's because there's no organizing factor, like I guess the civil rights movement, it was the church, people don't go to church anymore. I think because there's no organized anything really in this country you got all these people that's just thinking they you know john blaze and doing all this stupid shit there's no strategic organization because all and i mean it ain't nobody fault there's nobody to pick up the mantle all these everybody's a scammer all these motherfuckers are just trying to get a deal and trying to get a check and trying to get on tv shows and shit and they use they use social activism for that, and that's not what it is, there's no young Martin Luther Kings nowadays, there's no Malcolm X nowadays, there's not nobody really doing the real work and forming organizations and lobbying Congress and lot. y'all don't even want fucking vote, okay, and, and when, and when, um, Hillary Clinton was running, she, and, and Barack and all of them, Oprah was meeting with these little organizations, like, hey, what are y'all trying to do, I'm here to support, y'all ain't, y'all ain't trying to do shit, y'all just want to sit there and holler and don't have, like, whine and complain, like, so, we in a bad place and I don't see it getting any better because the generations coming behind are not much better. Like everything is performative and everything is attention based and everything is trying to get clicks and likes, but none of y'all doing any real work. And, and that's a problem because there are people who would get behind it, but you know, I'm not getting behind no bullshit. Okay. I'm not following down behind this, this, this dumb shit that y'all doing. Cause I see that shit a mile away. I've been saw it. I always saw it. I've been saw it. It's all about, it's all about getting money. It's all about getting something for yourself. It's all about getting in the magazine. It's all about getting on TV. Y'all not doing no real work. All the way back to them, when we told y'all them Black Lives Matter people was hustlers, oh, and you need a house for the movement. You don't need four mansions in West Hollywood. You could do that in a little row house in Baltimore. You know what I mean? Like, Black Panthers headquarters don't be somebody living room and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all, come on, man. Y'all y'all not even, y'all so fucking naive and dumb. Y'all don't, y'all so easily manipulated and so easily led that I just don't see nothing coming up because nobody got no sense. And again, like going back to the Keith Lee thing, anytime somebody call it out or point it out, they a hater. They criticize and they bring it down black business. It's like, it's so much stupidity with y'all that it's like nobody gonna be bothered like I'm not wasting my time nobody won't be bothered cause it's like y'all not about that like y'all grifters like y'all trying to play players like you know what I mean like we we Gen X we older we we know game when we see it we survived the crack ever like you not gonna kick me like I said with all these little TikTok girls oh I got it with the brick I got this I got that I'm not no chump you're not getting me with that shit. I know a scam when I see it. I know something don't look right when they see it. I don't care what kind of name you put on it. I don't care what kind of fucking clinical terms you use for it. I know when some shit don't seem right, and I'm not going for that shit. I'm not, I'm not no chump. I'm not no sucker. You're not playing on me, okay? If I think some shit is, ain't legit, I'm not fucking with it. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm not donating to your GoFundMe. I'm not retweeting shit because I know you grifting. And I know you ain't trying to do shit but get you a book deal or get on MSNBC or all this whole bullshit y'all be trying to do. Y'all be trying to do nothing. Y'all be trying to coming up with people's mentions, retweeting, trying to go viral, arguing back and forth. I'm, I'm putting them in. Bitch, fuck you. You stupid bitch. We, I don't give a fuck about what you say. I'm on, I said what I said. I don't give a fuck about you arguing. I ain't ask you shit. Get the fuck out of here. Cornball bitch. Like, like, I don't care about that shit. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's all.
I, I really um I just need y'all to stop getting fired for being stupid or being stupid and getting fired. It's it's dumb. You're not accomplishing nothing. You out of a job, the world going on, and you ain't changed the fucking thing. Okay, y'all. If y'all really care, it's plenty of Washington hiring all the time for analysts and, and all kind of international and domestic relations people. Y'all not real. Y'all y'all not trying to do nothing for real, for real. Um yeah, so that's it. Um sorry for the delay. Um Thanks for asking. Like me, rate me, tell a friend. I appreciate my loyal listeners. I appreciate y'all patience. I really do. Um, I, I, I like that y'all look forward to this every week. I still can't believe y'all listen, but I appreciate y'all for listening. And um, yeah, that's it. God bless. Good night. See y'all next week. Peace.